Welcome to a special episode of Mindset Win, a slightly different version to what you're used to, where we give you a full-length interview with one guest with absolutely no interruptions. We call it Mindset Win Uncut. Earlier in the series, we heard from former Germany and Bayern Munich footballer Mario Gomez, who ended his playing career in 2020 after spending nearly two decades as one of Europe's most admired strikers. Mario is now technical director for Red Bull Soccer and has plenty of cause for celebration after Leipzig's recent German Cup final victory, which meant they lifted the trophy for the second season in a row. In his episode, Mario had much to say about the highs and lows that are inevitable in any competitive environment. And he told us how, despite setbacks, he managed to maintain confidence that the next chance would always come. But after such a long and celebrated career, Mario had so much more to say that we thought we should give you the opportunity to hear his interview in full. I'm Mario Gomez. I'm a former football player. I played uh, many years in the youth teams of the big German teams. Then I was playing professional for around 19 years. And now I'm the technical director of Red Bull Soccer. The first four or five years in my life, I just been interested in horses. So I had my plastic horse at home in the basement. So every night I went down to give him some food, bring him to bed, talk to him. So this horse was my entire life. I think everything around what I did was including this horse. And then from one to the other day, I don't know why, but my parents or my father is telling me this. It changed from the horse to a ball. So I started to take the ball everywhere, to the bed, to the school, into the garden. And from this moment on, I played, let's say, every three minutes I had time to play. I played football. My cousin was in our house living. We played like 24 hours football in our garden, in the house, in the rooms. So from this second on, I think everything was around football. When I've been young and I was a player in my youth teams, I had a certain talent and I had the luck that I was always a decision maker. So I was always the guy who the teams needed to win games. So in this time, without the pressure of TV and media and all this stuff, in each year I always scored a lot of goals. So I had the natural feeling in me that even if you miss a chance, the next chance will be there and you have to score and everything is fine again. So with this trust into my skills, into my ability to score, I grew up as a professional player. And then, of course, in the Bundesliga, I was not a typical number nine, so I was a specialist. I was a, a finisher. I needed my teammates, so they had to make me a perfect assist and I could score. I think this is the most difficult job in the football world because the expectations are so high and everybody can understand if you are good or not, because if you score, you are super. If you don't score, you are shit. So the pressure to strikers and goalkeepers are the highest ones. At the beginning, everything went up like crazy. I had my first games, I scored. Many people loved the way I played because I, I was young and wild. And then, of course, with the first difficulties, because I could not score or I could not handle the pressure and some missed chances, of course, you have some doubts. You're thinking about situations, about why the people are cheering you and then not. And I was really young at this time. I had 22 years and it was totally strange for me to understand that people that yesterday liked me, they just hate me now. I went to bed, sometimes upset or frustrated because I was the same player than before. But some people, they just stopped cheering me. They just hated me in a certain way. So 
The hardest one being the first one, which came like a tsunami. I went to the Euro Cup 2008. I've been everybody's darling in Germany because I played with a really young, interesting team in Stuttgart. People in Germany believed that I'm going to be also this player in the next Euro Cup and help Germany to win the European trophy. So we started this tournament. It went really well. We won the first game to zero. It was everything okay. We lost the second one. It was not a really good game. I was also not playing really good. So we had the pressure in the third game and we had to play against Austria. And we had, we had the game in Vienna. I will never forget this chance because it's been so important for my following career that of course it comes always back like it's been yesterday like a flashback so i got a nice pass from miro Klose, and it was just empty goal one meter in front of the goal the goalkeeper was not there anymore and i tried to kick it into the empty goal and there was a little hole on the grass and the ball jumped a little bit up and i did not touch the ball in the right way so the ball went up to the sky I was shocked in this moment. I could not believe what happened. So I was following the ball with my eyes. The ball was coming back down. And a small guy next to me, a defender, was jumping 30 centimeters higher than me because I was just shocked. I could not move anymore. I was like, what's happening here? So with my young 22 years, I could not handle this situation. So from this moment on, I was, let's say, out of the tournament. I could not deal with it mentally. So the following games I did not play anymore. It was really successful this uh, European Cup. We reached the final against Spain. We lost 1-0 because of the famous goal of Fernando Torres. So at the end, it was a great European Cup for us as a team. But for me, it was a disaster because I had so much expectations to myself and also that the fans had a lot of expectations and it went to the totally wrong direction. So after this, I had like 14, 15 months in the national team without scoring a goal. So it was totally crazy. I had my heaven in Stuttgart. I came back to Stuttgart and I kept scoring goals there because it was like my home. But then if I have the national game and I played in a different city, the whole stadium was against me. So even our fans from Germany, they were whistling on me. After what happened in Austria, I lost it a little bit. I changed my style of play. I started to run more and it was not good for me because I was like a striker, like with the feeling for where the ball will come in the box and I moved too much than I did before then I always lost the perfect position. I was always missing the ball for let's say a second. I had good chances but I was never in the right position and this all just came because I wanted to bring back the people on my side. I always tried to bring back the fans to cheer me, to give me this positive feeling to win and score and it took me like 14-15 months to realize that this is not possible. So if somebody has meaning about somebody, it's really, really difficult to change them back. If you are not Lionel Messi, for him it's easy because then in the next game he scores again three. But it took me 14 months or 15 to score again in the national team, which means that I lost many, many fans in this time. Mentally, I was not strong enough to work against this. And then after 14, 15 months, I realized that I have to change in a certain way, I just told myself, I don't care about what people are thinking anymore. This took weeks or months to realize this. And I started just to follow my own way. I had some bad games, some good games, but slowly I came back on track. So I, I was again an important player for the national team. And it, But it took me a while to understand this. At the end, being back on track to score important goals, people coming back. Not all of them, but many. For example, the Euro Cup 2016, 
I had this moment when I've been on the bench in the first game and we could not score. We were not able to score the first games. Yeah, people in the stadium, the German fans, were singing my name to ask the coach to put me in, into the pitch. It was so emotional for me to sitting on the bench and hearing these fans. They were whistling on, on me like for four or five years, singing my name again. That means a lot to me because this shows that the way was really difficult, but I did it. So I was super, super proud in this moment and it gave me my peace with the German national team. My career was not always going up to the top. It was like up and down, up and down and crazy ups and crazy downs as well. But at the end, my sport life showed me that after rain, there's always sunshine. So if you believe in this and I believe in this totally, I could always manage the situations because even if it was super difficult, people in the stadium been angry with me. I knew that the next chance will be there. And if I score, the people will be back on my side. 2012, I had the best year in my career. I scored more than 50 goals for Bayern Munich. I was second in the list of the top goal scorer in the Bundesliga, the second in the Champions League, second in the Cup. In this year, I was really performing and I reached the top four, five strikers in the world. So I was at this level. This was a crazy performing year of myself. But at the end, the biggest problem, we did not win anything in this year. So we been second in the league behind Borussia Dortmund. We lost the cup final against Borussia Dortmund. And then we had the final in the Champions League against Chelsea. And we lost this again. This is what I learned out of this time. If the team is winning nothing, people don't remember. If I'm looking back now at my time with Bayern Munich, I would say body-wise I was in perfect conditions, but mentally I was not strong enough because I did not realize what it means to be successful with such a big club. When I've been younger, I really played like a bull. Like I was just head down and running through everybody, kicking the people away just to score. When I got older, I realized that there is more. And of course, the typical strikers like me, the typical number nine, on a way they are focused on their self because they have to bring their best position to score. But on the other hand, mentally, you can be able to understand what is necessary for the team as well. We started into the Europe Cup, it was in Poland, and I was full of self-confidence. I was full of power, full of energy, and we started to play there, and we won against Portugal in the first game, and I scored in the 80th minute, the 1-0. We won this game because of this goal, and I was super happy. But there was a German TV expert, he's a former uh, player also, Mehmet Scholl. In his comment after the game, he said, I was not moving enough. So. Right after the game, everybody was just talking about this sentence, what this guy said. It was a really difficult moment because I thought, now oh, I'm really back in the national team. I'm super important player now again, and I just want to enjoy this tournament. And then this happened. But I've been stronger, of course, because of the things what happened in 2008. And I said, okay, I don't care. I just keep following my way. And we had the second game against the Netherlands, and we won 2-1, I think. And I scored again both goals. So after two games, I had three goals. I really had the feeling that we're going to win this European Cup. I think we had a super, super strong team and everybody in our team believed that we can do it. And this tournament ended uh, when Mario Balotelli scored twice against us in the semi-finals with Italy. So uh, he destroyed our dream. Right after this European Cup, our president from Bayern Munich had a conversation with some fans and somebody was filming this when he said, yeah, Mario Gomez is a good striker, but not a very good, because if he would have been very good, we had won the game against Chelsea in the Champions League final. 
and of course then it started all to struggle again so there have been again many doubts in my person about is he able to be a top performer for our national team is he able to win trophies many many discussions on my person on my possibility to help the team and it was super super difficult but at the end i think for me it's easier to guide our young people in our clubs now with all the negative experience i had i, I felt what it means looking back it made me the person i am today so i also able to handle negative energy negative emotions negative experience so this helps me a lot to understand the real life situations better 2013 when we won the triple with bayern munich i was not the only striker at this time the club bought mario mandzukic because they said in the difficult games we need a different kind of striker not the typical number nine. they need a guy who is just running like a defender fighting against the defenders helping the team in the defense working a lot for the team so we had a different profile and our coach jupankes was the master in bringing us both to the best conditions so when he needed a striker like me with the feeling for situations to score goals i was playing 2013 we won the Champions League and the week after we had the cup final and the cup final was historical for Bayern Munich because it was the first time to win the triple and everybody from the game against Dortmund from the Champions League final been in best conditions so even Mario Mandzukic and he scored in the Champions League final so there was no reason to change the team for the coach but in the meeting before the game he just brought us together and said okay guys we're dreaming many years about winning a triple now we have the big chance let's finish it so we had the game against stuttgart my former club and then he put the paper on the wall and said okay we play like last week with only one change mario gomez will play for mario mandzukic so of course was a bit strange feeling in this room because everybody was like why he's change a winning team and then immediately he said guys and i explain you why mario is always scoring against stuttgart and he will also score today at least two goals i scored two goals and we won the cup and we won the triple and after this game i went out of the stadium and for me it felt like okay with all the difficulties i had in this time with many of the people because they were saying that i'm not good enough it took me a lot of energy to always be on top i um, closed the chapter of bayern munich with this last game against stuttgart so it was like the beautiful end of a story for me i decided in the stadium already to leave bayern munich so for me it was clear the next year i'm going to play somewhere else the experience of bayern munich was really hard for me to handle all this expectations of the club and my personal performance and everything i was a bit tired of doing everything every day to reach the top level and then at the end just to get a handshake and a thank you for four years with more than 150 goals so i had the offer of real madrid they wanted me as a backup for karim benzema i had the offer of atletico madrid and i had the offer from florence i love italy even if i'm half spanish and the other two teams been from spain madrid I had the feeling that for me the perfect step could be Florence because they were showing me the concept of we are the challengers we're gonna kick Juventus dream from the top we're gonna fight the game against them and we're gonna win it on long term and I was super excited about this project because it was for my thoughts and for my emotions the perfect situation for me to bring me back on this what I always loved to play football with a lot of fun and joy and I lost this a little bit because of all the discussions I had the last four years with Bayern Munich so I decided to go to Florence. So we started the project. The first games I scored and we won the game. So we've been top of the league after two or three games. And then in the third game, I thought, 
I had the chance. I was dribbling one against one with the goalkeeper. I was passing him and in this moment when I had just to score into the empty goal, he was coming back, jumping from behind into my knee. So I broke some ligaments in my knee. This injury has been very, very hard for me because they said it's the internal ligament. It takes me six to eight weeks, normally six weeks. So I took the time in the rehabilitation and it took me six weeks. I was coming back to the to the pitch. I did the first exercises, everything was fine, but I could only go 80%. If I wanted to sprint 100%, I always had the feeling like somebody is kicking my knee with a knife. And I explained this to the doctors and at the end it took me like seven months to find out what happened and 10 different experts in the world. And that's why I missed the World Cup 2014 in Brazil and we won the, the World Cup. I was playing every cup since 2008 until 2018, but I missed the only one we won. So I watched these games. I was super happy for my teammates because we did it. I mean, everybody in Germany was always telling this generation will never ever win a trophy. And then we won the triple with Bayern and the year later the World Cup. But I was in the training camp in Italy, injured knee. Nobody believed that I had a big injury. My team, the German national team was winning the World Cup. So this moments totally changed my career because I realized that it's a real pleasure to play for the German national team. And I really, really had the wish. It was so strong in, in me, this feeling that I want to come back into the national team, into my team. I want to play again for this team. 2014, I've been already 29. People were saying, oh, this time is over and now we have to see which one is the next striker in the German national team. I was trying to find out what is the best next step for me and the national coach, it was Jogi Löw, it was totally clear, I have to convince him that I'm still good enough. So I thought, how can I reach this? And I had offers from England, from teams like West Ham United, I had offers from the three big clubs in Turkey and Italy. While I was checking the offers, I thought, which one is the club? The possibilities are most high to go again to the national team. It should be a team that is playing very offensive, winning games. So that means you have a lot of chances, you have the possibility to score again goals. So at the end I told my agent, look, let's see which one is the really best team this season. And I said, okay, Besiktas. So I was there on loan for one year, just to get back on track and to get back to the German national team. There was the European Cup in France, which was an amazing tournament. I dreamed to go back and play with my team there. So. It came like I wished, so I started to play there, we won the games. We've been champion after nine years, the first time again that Besiktas won the league. I've been best goalscorer in this season and in November, Jogi Löw was calling me and inviting me again to the German national team. I had the game then there in November against England, I think we played, and then two or three games more in 2016. And at the end, I was nominated for the squad in the Europe Cup. So I reached this goal, one of the biggest in my life I had. And for me, from this day on, it was just amazing to be part of this team. And I think people felt what it means to me. So that's maybe also the reason why 2016 in this cup, the people in the stadium, so the German fans were calling my name to go on the pitch because we needed a striker there. So for me, the end of the circle, to feel good, to feel like completed with the national team was this tournament 2016 going there playing there scoring I think I scored again three or four goals at the end I played 80 games or something for Germany and had many many years a lot of tournaments many friends there and the comeback after many years been one of the biggest successes in my career I'm always living into the now what happened is the past and what is coming is the most important and to be successful in the future you should always be 
in the here and now and to focus what is next. So I always try to figure out just the possibilities, what can happen and what can't happen. Only the things you can control, I always thought on these things. But the rest, I always tell everybody around me, things are coming like it should happen. So there's sometimes bad luck in life and I don't lose time thinking about this things. But the things I can control, I always try to be strategic. And this is maybe what helped me to come back to the national team, clear-minded, without the emotion of the bad feelings, just to think, okay, what is the biggest possibility to come back? And this helps a lot, not taking decisions in emotions, especially in this crazy uh, world of football, what is totally overloaded with emotions, taking clear-minded decisions, I think super, super helpful and necessary. In my job, I have to be strategic because we are not into the daily business of the clubs. We try to organize the strategic of the clubs without the emotions of the daily business. So in a way, I have to plan the future as well. And I think what helps me a lot, even when I've been a player, and even at the beginning, when I've been really, really young, I did not have all the experience. I tried always to understand what is the opponent thinking now. My team, they have expectations to me. So if I... Make a decision, it means a lot to most of them. So I always try to understand what is their view to things. And I had this always, even if as a young player. I always try to understand my teammates. I always try to understand the coaches, the managers. When you understand what's going on, even in the mind of the others. And for me, talking is the most important thing in life so everything there's a solution if you talk about things and if you try to solve these problems and help each other and sometimes of course because of the position i have i have to make decisions and sometimes not everybody is happy with this decision but at the end i tried always to do it best possible for the thing but at the end especially with red bull we have a clear vision where we want to go where we want to reach but on this way there are many different opinions and i'm trying to listen to them and understand what's going on. In our life, a lot is about body language. So if I arrive at the location of our clubs in New York or in Bragantino, there are different ways to enter the dressing room. And there's the optimistic way. So you enter there with trust, self-confidence, good body language, positive expression. So they should always have the feeling and there to help them. And then I think the natural thing is that most of the players now with 20, 22, 23, 24, they remember the way I did. So because they were always interested in football and as I was a player from Bayern Munich, of course, most of them knows the way I did. So they can understand that I not only had good moments, I also had really difficult moments. And if I'm telling them about some experiences, they really feel that this is what happened to me. It's not that I'm thinking, okay, in this situation you should do it like this because I think it is like this. So they really feel that I had the same situation. If they have difficulties with the coach, if they have difficulties with their body, with anything, or if they are super happy to bring them on a mood that they are happy with it, but not overpacing. This is also super, super important because, of course, in this world everything is crazy with social media. If you are doing great as a football player, the whole world is, is, is telling you that you are the best. So it's not easy to keep the focus and to keep performance on a high level. To commentate the game, I'm there 90 minutes, 
To be honest, I really love this job because it's Champions League and Champions League is for me the cup with the highest quality of competitive teams. This is the best level of football in the world. So to commentate these games, especially with these fantastic players, it makes a lot of fun to me. So I really like it. When I started to negotiate with Amazon about the contract, I told them already, look guys, I'm not the guy who is making jokes on players or blaming players. I'm the type of person If you have a fantastic goal and there is one guy who did a mistake, because in soccer there are many mistakes, without we would not score any goal. If there is a nice goal and there is one mistake of a defender and the beautiful finish of the striker, I would always talk to people about the beautiful finish of the striker. So I want to give the people on the TV the feeling that this is fantastic what they are doing there. In our crazy world, people always focus on the negative things and I'm totally different. I always try to see the positive things and this has always been me. So even if I had these big difficulties we spoke about, I always try to see the sun, not the rain. And this is how I'm going through life. And then the moment when there is rain, it's hard enough. So why should I think before to bad things if there are the moments where it is like this? So even if sometimes you have to be really realistic, I always try to be in a good mood, and in a good mood I only can be if I have positive thoughts. That was the Super Mario Gomez. And if you haven't already heard Mario's episode, I encourage you to go back and check it out. It's all about maintaining and building your self-confidence, even in the face of challenges. And it's available now so you can listen whenever you want. I hope you enjoyed this uncut episode. There is more full-length interviews with athletes on their way, so don't forget to subscribe to Mindset Win to get every episode delivered directly to your phone.